0: Welcome, everyone. This is Russ Gausel Chronicles of the End Times. Thank you for being with me today. Today, we're going to talk about two things that are both tied to the last days in Bible prophecy and China. And one of them is the persecution of the Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang province. That's been going on for a long time. And it's something I've always wanted to talk about and address, Just haven't got to it. Today we're going to talk about it because it ties in with the other subject we're going to be talking about, AI, artificial intelligence. The newest and hottest thing and has been for a couple of years, and now it's being deployed throughout the world. What does all this artificial intelligence mean to you and to me, and how does it relate to the Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang? First, let's take a look at some of the positive things about artificial intelligence. These systems can be used for a good. You can go and get an x-ray and the AI can compare it to a million other x-rays and give you a real accurate description of what's going on in your lungs and your body. Doctors can use it to analyze many things over a broad spectrum throughout the world to give them greater insight into disease and other things Today, we're going to talk about some of the dangers of AI, and you can only start to imagine right where we're going to go with this, but I don't like to go off the deep end. If you've been following my podcast so long, I'm not a, you know, a screamer and an alarmist and saying, run for the hills, the sky is falling. These podcasts are designed to bring us closer to God. These podcasts are designed to give glory to God because he has already foretold the things that we are seeing in this generation. And it also should light a fire underneath us, right? To have a desire, a greater desire to serve God, get closer to the power of the Holy Spirit, and share our testimony and pray for openings that we might lead others to Christ, or at least give them some things to think about. So let's pick up the conversation by looking into what's going on in China at this time. China is really racing ahead with all these types of technologies. They have over 400 million cameras in public places in China, on every street corner, stores, every public building you can imagine. And that's pretty much a camera for every three people in China. And what are they doing with all this information? You may have heard of a people called the Uyghurs, the Uyghur Muslims primarily reside in Xinjiang, Providence, in northwestern China, in an area also referred to as East Kyrgyzstan. They are one of China's 55 recognized minorities. Reasons for imprisonment of the Uyghur Muslims in China in re-education camps, as they call them, established under the Secretary General, include and are not limited to turning a phone off and on repeatedly acting suspiciously, praying, using social foreign media, being born after the 1980s, setting a clock to a different time zone than of Beijing, or having too many children. They have forced them into work camps, what they call educational camps. They have extra trackers on every one of their phones that they've been given, so they can track every move they make, and they have a system to grade them. According to the Human Rights Foundation, the Uyghur Muslims have been forced into labor camps. One in five cotton garments in a global marketplace is linked back to the Uyghur forced labor. Forty-five percent of the world's solar-grade polysilicon supply comes from the Uyghur region. And 17 global industries are implicated in the Uyghur forced labor. You can look all this stuff up and verify it for yourself. It's a very, very sad situation. I know we usually concentrate on Christian persecution in China, but religious persecution is religious persecution. It's not a matter of just tracking their location. They know where they are. They want to know what they're doing. Every personal facet of their life is being examined. We would have to be pretty naive not to think that this is not going to affect everyone on this planet at some time in the near future. These technologies are the beginning of what the Antichrist will use. This artificial intelligence is gathering all information. Now, I use some AI stuff for my podcast because I wanted to have the transcript, so I didn't have to write the whole transcript out and go over it. So, I have a program, and it takes my podcast, it listens to my podcast, comes up with a description if I want to use that. I don't have to, but if I want to use it, I can edit it or whatever. And it comes up with even suggested titles and it writes everything out for me. So how does it do that? How does it come up with all this information? Because it looks back on everything else like it. So it has access to every book that's ever written. You know, some of this stuff's pretty cool, right? And it does help and makes things go faster, but it is a little bit crazy. Now, let's take it another step further. China has a system they call social credit system. This system will grade you on many, many levels. It's all designed to make society better, safer, and all of that, and to eliminate those people that are could be terrorists, or it could be evil people, or come and doing things against the government. The government deems certain people with bad behaviors, and if they have bad behaviors, they warrant punishment. So what kind of behaviors are we talking about? Well, it's a whole spectrum of bad behavior, from minor things to major things. Here are some of the actions the Chinese government deems bad behaviors that warrant punishment. Bad driving or traffic offenses, jaywalking, smoking on trains, not cleaning up after your dog, not paying your debts or your taxes, playing too many video games, watching pornography, making frivolous purchases... Consuming too much alcohol or junk food, criticizing the government, criticizing the social credit system. So you can see it's a whole spectrum of things that they look for. Visiting unauthorized websites is another one, being friends with or messaging others that have low scores. So this all happens because the artificial intelligence is now grading everyone, it's watching everyone. You're on camera everything you do from your phones, everything, every move you make. Now, you know that we make a lot of moves on our phones. Pretty much our phones just run our lives, right? We have all our appointments on there, where we're going, who we're talking to, where we've been, everything you can possibly think of. I'm sure you can think of another dozen things. We use it for everything. It's got email addresses on it. It's it's everything we do, every phone conversation, everything that we're connected to. To me, this system is perfectly laid out to get us involved. First, they give us a toy that we can't now do without. We can't live without our phones. We can't go in a car without our phones. Our phones are connected to our car. We don't even go to the bathroom without our phones. We don't do anything without our phones. It's almost unheard of. And the younger generation is worse. It's like the most important thing There is, outside of breathing and maybe trying to get something to eat now and then. So they give us this device, this toy. It's great. It has a lot of uses. It enables them to track us. It enables them to get all this information that they need. And they feed this in. The AI is taking all this in. And it can make predictions, right? It can make predictions on what you're going to buy. Obviously, you've seen that many times on Amazon and Google. You search one thing, and all of a sudden, you're flooded with other things. And Alexa is calling your name and all this stuff is going on because they know where you're going and they know what you're going to do and what you like and what you don't like. And that's how commerce works. And that's how they can sell stuff faster and better. This form of AI is called narrow AI. In a lot of ways, there's nothing wrong with that. Many people are excited about that. They can't get enough technology. They can't get enough of this. But it's all the icing and the cherry on top. We're not looking at what's underneath. It's all being used to get all the information that they can get. Now, like I said before, I'm not like, let's run away and dig a hole in the Rocky Mountains and live there. You know, I'm not advocating that or even saying that. I'm just trying to give information that you may or may not already have. So you understand that the future is not that far away. We're living in the future. That should inspire us to say, well, you know what? God predicted all this. He predicted global warming. He predicted what's going to happen society. He predicted this technology. He predicted everything. It's to his glory. According to Isaiah, it's the glory of God to declare something that has not yet happened. And when we see it happen, we give glory to God, not because we may love the thing that's happening. It may be negative or it may be positive, but it's still Our God is in control. He sees and he knows he's in charge. And there are signs to us to say, look, get moving. It's not somewhere over the rainbow. In Isaiah chapter 46, the Lord says, I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient things not yet done, saying my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. And again, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, he said, For I am watching over my word to perform it. God is in charge. For those of us who have committed our lives to Christ, there's nothing to fear. For perfect love casts out all fear. He loves us dearly. So what's keeping this from coming to the West? Australia and Europe, the United States, Canada, what we've come to know as the West. Everything is in place. It's just that it's not being used like China's using it because we're a democratic society. Maybe it's like, oh, you believe this? Well, that's antisocial. You're you're a hater. You don't really belong to the society. You're going to get some black points. You're not going to get the good points. As we speak, this is getting implemented throughout China. The ramifications for those people are if they have too many black points and not enough red, and they're getting into the danger zone, they will suddenly find that they will not be able to go to their favorite restaurant or the job that was supposed to be theirs suddenly isn't. Because of this social credit system, every citizen in China will have to deal with this. And you can only imagine how that's going to affect those Christians as well in that country and those citizens who do not want to go along with what their government is doing. So as technology continues to grow, these cameras, these new cameras that the Chinese are using, and they're available all over the world, can not only do facial recognition, but can actually recognize who you are from the back, just by your walk, by your gait. It's amazing how much information they have. And if you think your information's not being sold, you're very misinformed. Corporations are buying that information all the time without your permission. And now, as AI is being more and more perfected each day, more and more information can be gathered from any source, anywhere. Anything we touch, anything we do is brought into play. There's a very interesting interview on 60 Minutes. You can get it on YouTube, on Google's AI program. Bard can actually have a conversation with you. It's quite crazy. So take a look at that. You'll find it very interesting. And where is all this going is a question we've asked. And in our next podcast, we're going to talk about some authors and some scientists and some historians that believe that the next step for this is what they call AGI, which is Artificial General Intelligence. And this takes it to another level. The narrow artificial intelligence we've been talking about is the one that we're experiencing now on Google and upon Amazon and other sites that run on this information that are able to correlate what your likes and dislikes are. Artificial general intelligence is a whole different story. They believe that this artificial intelligence can do anything that a human being can do, only faster and better. Some of their ideas, some of their concepts are pretty scary. I'll read you a quote from... Homo Deus, The Brief History of Tomorrow. It's written by Harari. He's an Israeli historian, but he ventures into other things. It's a bestseller. It has over almost 35,000 reviews. It's very well read throughout the world. He has some pretty scary things to say. Yet at the dawn of the third millennium, humanity wakes up to an amazing realization. Most people rarely think about it. But in the last few decades, we have managed to rein in famine, plague, and war. Of course, these problems have not been completely solved, but they have been transformed from incomprehensible and uncontrollable forces of nature into manageable challenges. We don't need to pray to any god or saint to rescue us from them. But where is this all going? The name of the book, once again, Homo Deus taken from the Latin, means man-god. And that's the idea, used to turn men and women into small gods. It's interesting, right? They want to turn people into gods, which is kind of an old concept way back in the days of Greek mythology. But in Christianity, Jesus, who was God, came down to become man, to save us from our own sin. Now, I mentioned that book, but let me mention an excellent book by John Lennox. He's a professor from England at Oxford University, brilliant and a brilliant Christian as well. He wrote a book called 2084, and it's kind of a take on 1984 with Big Brother. It's just loaded with incredible information. So if you really want to know more about it and get a, a real grip on what's going on, I suggest you go on Amazon, and download that book. You're going to love it and you could go on YouTube and listen to him. I recommend him highly. John Lennox. So this is Ruscalzo of Chronicles of the End Times. Stay with me. We're going to discuss this stuff. It's really amazing as we see Bible prophecy unfolding right before us and it should give us the fire in our belly to go out and dedicate our lives more and more each day to the lord jesus christ and the coming kingdom god bless keep looking up the king is coming